My dear friend, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the program where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion, and the Bible. This is the program where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. You are listening to Pastor Fabiano, currently ministering at Meros Park Seventh-day Adventist Church, as well as Sinai Seventh-day Adventist Church Company there in Davern Park in South Australia, in the northern suburbs of Adelaide. And I'm delighted to be able to spend the next hour with you, our dear listener, as we explore uh, this uh, the theme for this week, God, the Bible, and a very human church. Uh, the topic particularly for today is, can a church misuse its gifts? That's the question. By gifts, we mean spiritual gifts uh, or special abilities that God um, uh, bestows upon uh, Christians, uh, individuals, those who uh, are in a loving relationship with him for a special work in the church. And so can a church misuse its gifts? That's the question. I'm your co-host uh, for uh, this week once again. Not co-host, I'm your host rather. And our co-host is Pastor Hugh Hinnan. You can tell it's been a while. <laughs> I've been sitting in the co-host seat as uh, Pastor Hugh was, you know, exploring and, and, and learning how to, I guess, uh, use the machines here. Uh, but uh, once again, I'm your host, Fabiano, and uh, we've got um, Pastor Hugh Hinnan as our co-host. Welcome, Pastor Hugh. Oh, it's good to be here in this game of musical chairs that you've just <laughs> described for us there, Fabiano. That's right. That's right. No, thank you. Thank you for... Um, this uh, wonderful opportunity once again, you know, for you to come in and share. Uh, we really thank God uh, for this, um, yeah, for this uh, wonderful work. And so um, I would like to just, I guess, inform that uh, those who might be listening in for the first time that Pastor Hugh uh, ministers at uh, uh, Trinity Garden, Seventh-day Adventist Church there in Trinity, isn't it? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> It's called Trinity. <laughs> All right, that's amazing. Yeah, in South Trinidad, Australia. Not Trinidad and Tobago, but yes. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, just South Australia. Port Rush Road in, here in Adelaide. Yes. Wonderful, wonderful. As well as Mawson Lakes. Uh, there's a church plant there, Grace Adventist Center? Almost. All right. Almost. Faith Adventist Center. Oh, faith. Center. There, there is such a thing, though, as Grace Adventist hey, Center. That's I'm happy, right. happy to send out a, a, a happy, cheery word to our brothers and sisters at Grace. Yes, um, yes. And, of course, Grace, if uh, correct me if I'm wrong, they're meeting out the western side of that's uh, right, Adelaide. That's right. Uh, whereas we, of course, as you've rightly mentioned, yes. Faith Adventist Center, we're based there at uh, Mawson Lakes. Mawson Lakes, we, that's We'd right. love to see that's you right. any old time that you'd like to come on by uh, Amen. on a Saturday morning there at the Denison Center. Yes. Uh, in uh, the terrace there. Wonderful. Garden no, terrace. that's wonderful. And, obviously, you know, if any of those areas are far from you, there's a, there will be a Seventh Adventist Church nearby. We will be happy to uh, uh, have you uh, join us on any day um, for a worship, and that is Saturdays when we meet for worship. But most churches also would have a Wednesday midweek prayer meeting as well, and mm -hmm. um, we'll love to uh, be able to uh, fellowship with you as well. Now, you know, when I said Grace Adventist Center, I wasn't even reading my script. I was just. I was just uh, going off memory here, but then I realized, hey, grace and faith, they're kind of close in terms of the way you say them. Maybe that's how I got it twisted. But anyways, <laughs> you are yes. welcomed at uh, this uh, uh, evening radio program, the Drive Time program. If you've missed the previous presentations, please do go to faithfm.com.au you can actually listen to these radio programs live uh, and, uh, and uh, if you uh, 
if you've got a smartphone, you can actually download the Faith FM app and you'll be able to not only listen to us live, but hey, listen to other previous presentations and many other programs as well on the Faith FM station. Uh, and so we are so thankful that uh, you have tuned in. And uh, I'd just like to, once again, um, share with you what's happening around the world. Uh, as I was just browsing, just, you know, looking at what's happening around the world, world I noticed that, uh, you know, I came across this article, which I found to be quite interesting. Uh, it says here, uh, and this is the uh, the subheader to the actual article, and it says, explaining the nitty-gritty details of ancient Greek and Hebrew may not seem like a viral content for um, a viral content, but on TikTok, its algorithm. Fires, and so this is a sub a subheader to this uh, interesting article that I was reading. You know that apparently on TikTok, more than forty nine million users have viewed the hashtag deconstruction, a buzzword chiefly among evangelicals and former evangelicals who are reanalyzing the traditional faith they grew up in, and so the hashtag. Uh, Bible translations has roughly a half million viewers leading earnest advice on selecting a Bible translation or uh, lighthearted videos poking fun at the King, the King James Version. Um, but a dynamic sub, uh, subsection, subsection of creators is using the platform. These are creators as in like content creators that are using the platform to debunk what they see as dangerous misinterpretations of biblical texts. So all kinds of people are on TikTok these days, um, you know, religious and also religious people. Uh, and they are all interested in getting to into the nitty-gritty of the he- Greek and Hebrew, especially those who are following this hashtag. And some of the words that are, you know, that are trending are words like, hell and homosexuality and satan looking at the original and trying to uh, to see whether some of the uh, bible translations have actually translated some of these words correctly so whatever conclusions you might have as to uh the motives behind this or whether this trend can influence one in the right direction or not one thing is clear to me and this truly relates to our topic today and that is uh humans are humans and they are bound to make mistakes hence uh you know uh these people on tiktok are interested in you know checking out some of some of some i mean some words and uh finding out whether you know a, a particular translation has actually translated that word uh correct or correctly you know it, have, have they actually grasped uh the the meaning behind this word and actually translated it? and you know it's not an easy work and so but um pastor hugh as as you think about this i don't know if you've ever heard of tiktok <laughs> <laughs> is, is that a, is it a grandfather club <laughs> who knows maybe a big one <laughs> yes. but uh yeah you know one of these uh trending social medias mm. uh, and no longer ago there was even um a uh like almost like a contention between USA and uh was it Japan or or China one of those asian countries over tiktok yes. uh you know and so it is a popular platform amongst the younger generations obviously mm, yes. uh, and uh one thing i've noticed about tiktok by the way so to kind of jump in here again but i've noticed that those who are on tiktok um they tend to just 
pretty much scroll almost every second. And I'm wondering, how are they like getting into the content and the details? But anyways, I'm not, I'm not on there. I, I once kind of tried to see, but hey, I just couldn't stay on there for, for, for my own personal reasons. But, um, but yeah, platforms like TikTok discussing about biblical words and translations what are your thoughts yeah i think it's great that we were able to to share god's word in a multiplicity of different forms yes. and of course uh, there's if they, we can find ways uh, to overcome uh, barriers and, uh, and and find structures that help us to propagate uh, god's word and bring yeah. hope to people across like we're doing here now you know we, mm-hmm. we we're doing so across the airwaves so why not uh, do so uh, by means of social media exactly and, and other uh, uh, other media communication forms as well and That's tiktok right. is just simply one uh, more of those yeah, that can be yeah. used uh, for that purpose and that's of course right. it can be quite fun uh, <laughs> to do right. that as well I see uh, that uh, my own children have uh-huh. uh, come across some TikTok uh, uh, memes if you like uh, ah, I guess okay. uh, yes, videos yes, and yes, such yes. And, and they can be very very uh, entertaining entertaining that's yes, right that's yeah. right but yeah. sometimes the the that that uh, oblique or passing or momentary bit of fun can also yes. have a deeper mm. meaning that yeah, uh, provides yeah. a, a permanent memory, yes, uh, something yes. we can come back to. So, yes. um, so yeah, all power to those who wish to uh, to yes. use TikTok and other forms <laughs> to to reach people with the hope that we have in Jesus Christ. Wonderful. No, that that's that's great. That's great, and that's amazing. And um, and uh, you know how this relates to our topic today. You know, I was thinking, hey, there's there are, there are people out there interested in finding out how maybe some words might not have truly been, in, I guess, interpreted in the best way possible. I mean, that's obviously why. Why? How? Why else would these people go on this journey of trying to find out? Uh, and that just you know reminds me of today's topic. We we are discussing about you know the misusing of. Gifts. There are gifts, but you know we want to go back and check it. Are they being used in the right uh, in the right way? But um, you know, before we plunge deep into the topic, I believe it would be wise that we pray and ask God to actually help us to, um, you know, be attentive and uh, be open to uh, what the Holy Spirit has to say to each one of us as we study. So. Do you mind, Pastor Hugh, maybe offering a short word of prayer? Absolutely. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much that we can be here uh, in your presence wherever we happen to be, whether it's on the way home, whether we're just finishing up that last little uh, task that we need to do before we uh, walk out the the door at work, uh, or whether it be that we're already home and we're getting ready for an evening together uh, with family, or maybe uh, just simply an evening with you. Uh, Regardless of our circumstances, we just want to thank you that we can spend time in your word uh, and we ask that uh, your blessing will be upon our time together mm. we ask this in Jesus name Amen Amen. now dear listener I've got a wonderful giveaway uh, and this is a book called Life Without Limits and uh, let me begin off with these questions and, and, and just yeah I believe this is a wonderful book listen how would you live differently if you knew that there was more to life than what you were seeing that's the first question. And the second question is, uh, well, something wonderful, uh, you know, if you knew that something wonderful was awaiting you on the road, you know, the road of life. Um, so, you know, how would you live differently if you knew that? Um, today, because of the confusions, the uh, challenges of life that we are first, facing today, there are a lot of questions that a lot of people are raising. And uh, in this beautiful book, Clifford Goldstein uh, takes on, you know, anyone who's interested in reading this book on a journey, and he seeks to answer some of the 
questions that you might be having. And so there's a mixture of faith and logic that he brings, you know, to, uh, into this book, into this book. And, uh, a wonderful and fascinating book, which I believe is very timely and very relevant, actually, for the times in which we are living, because a lot of people are surging. If you are interested in this book, Life Without Limits, uh, a you know powerful truths for your journey to hope and meaning. If you have been searching, my friend, uh, or you have a brother or a sister or even a friend who might be in, you know, who might benefit. And be blessed by this book. I would highly recommend that uh, you reach out to us and get hold of this free offer. It is the book Life Without Limits. Uh, if you like to get this free offer, all you have to do is text in the code word SA25 on the number zero four triple eight eight zero eight. 11 and the faith fm uh giveaway bot will reply asking for your details so text the code word sa25 that is sa like south australia sa and the number uh 25 uh then you know once you send that to the uh you know to this uh, phone number 04888811 we will make sure that uh you know, we interact with you and get this uh, free offer to you. So, friends, that is a beautiful book that I would highly recommend. And this is going to be our free giveaway for today. And uh, uh, before we plunge deep into today's study, I would just like to begin with a song. And this is a song titled The Gift of Love by Kyra Klein, a beautiful song. And so, please, uh, sit and relax if you happen to be at home. And uh, if you are in the car, please enjoy this song and uh, brace yourself for a wonderful wonderful study uh, after this so we'll be right back please do stay with us Our 
Welcome back. You are listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q&A with Pastor Fabiano our in as host and Pastor Hugh as our co-host. And uh, Pastor Hugh, he's a regular uh, now on this radio program and a faithful and dedicated student of the Bible. We have studied uh you know, together on this radio program, we have explored a number of topics together, and I believe today is going to be another wonderful opportunity to hear from Scripture and from uh, Pastor Hugh once again as he helps us understand uh, the, uh, the, the the this topic of today. And so we've been covering uh, a number of topics under the theme God, the Bible, and a very human church. And today we are asking a question, can a church misuse its gifts? And so, like I said, I believe Pastor Hugh has something wonderful to share. And I'm looking forward to that. And so, Pastor Hugh, once again, welcome uh, to uh, to Faith FM. And uh, I would just like to ask, spiritual gifts, we talk about gifts. Mm. People might be wondering, well, we're getting close to Christmas. Uh, you're talking about those gifts. What kind of gifts are we talking about, Pastor Hugh? Uh, well, thanks, Fabiano. <laughs> yes, it's great to be here with you. And before I even uh, say another word with regards to our topic for today, let me just uh, uh, have a little shout out to Helen, because Wonderful. of course uh, I'm essentially sitting in for Helen here in this in this hot seat. It's a great seat to be in. All right. Uh, and yeah. uh, we all stand on the shoulders of giants. And I know that mm. uh, our listeners, some of our mi- listeners may miss uh, Helen on the airways. I know that yes. We do. She's a, a very gifted uh, teacher of the Word of God. That's right. And uh, so uh, just uh, hope that you'll keep uh, our sister in your, your prayers and your thoughts mm. and uh, that she'll mm. be restored to us mm. soon. Mm. Uh, but before, um, uh, before I guess, uh, we, we talk about this topic, uh, let's just be reminded, I guess, that uh, the church is very human. Yeah. Uh, and it's for that reason that God became a man. Wow. And became one of us mm-hmm. in order to set us free, and not from being human, but to really <laughs> redeem us as humans, to be right. authentically, truly, authentically who we we're called to be. Yeah. Um, so it's not a bad thing to be human. Uh, and if anything, some of the the human frailties and uh, foibles that that each one of us has uh, can uh, can help us each of us to develop uh, our own character Wonderful. and a character that reflects that of Christ. Yeah. Um, so uh, it's it's not a bad thing that. The church is human. Mm. If it were a bad thing, uh, if it were something that uh, uh, that God did not approve of, uh, us being human, I guess uh, the, he wouldn't have saved us, first of all, and there wouldn't be a church, yeah. uh, second of all. So mm. um, the church is a place for, for very human being, very human individuals uh, who make mistakes, yes. uh, and it's more of a hospital yes. uh, than it is some sort of uh, place of uh, 
perfection wow. uh, or of uh, of of uh, works of art, so to mm. speak. It is mm. it is an mm. ongoing place of healing and yes. and of renewal. Wonderful. Um, so, in saying that, um, can a church? Misuse its gifts, and the question you've just asked me now is, well, what are gifts? Yeah, what are gifts? Yeah, well, I'm looking like forward like you to Christmas gifts, that's for sure. Um, to be able to uh, to share the gift of family, the mm. gift of friendship, the gift of God's love with each other, and yes. and and for those of us who like to practice uh, other aspects of that, to remind ourselves of the greatest gift of all of Jesus Christ, yes. uh, maybe it is that we might uh, share some some actual gifts with each other as well. Um, but when it comes to um, spiritual gifts. It's an interesting thing. It's actually yeah. a play on words. Okay, interesting. Yeah. I mean, uh, we talk about grace. It yes. is by grace that you have been saved, saved. not yes. of yourselves. It is the gift, gift. of yes. God. Yes. Now, the the word for grace uh, and the word for gift they play off of each other. In uh-huh. fact, they come from the same root. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. So, so when we talk about gifts from God, spiritual yeah. gifts from God, the first thing we should always note, I think, is yes. that these gifts have not come from from me. Mm. Uh, they haven't been something I inherited from my dad or from my mum. Right. Uh, they're not something that my pastor determined for me <laughs> ahead of time. Uh, they're not something which uh, that we could say, well, I can take some credit uh, mm. for the degree of the gift in my life. Wow. Actually, yeah, no. Yeah. These are actually uh, a sign of God's grace, yes. of his unmerited favor in our lives. We didn't do anything to deserve right, uh, the gift right. of salvation and yes, likewise yes. we haven't done anything to deserve uh, the uh, gifts that we have uh, that are in practice in our lives now what do we mean by these gifts that are in practice because sometimes we think of grace as just simply being um, yeah God saved me and that's God's grace. I didn't mm. deserve it. He he reached out and he saved me when I couldn't save myself. Mm. I was helpless and and uh, he he was my rescuer. That's all true, but it's not the if we stop there, we actually are limiting yeah. the the wonderful expansive nature of what grace is. Grace wow. is actually the bestowal of of blessings upon wonderful. us as well. Wonderful. Um, wonderful. It's God's first best and last and greatest word in actual oh, wow. fact because it's a, <laughs> it comes from the word caris. Yes. Uh, it almost sounds like kiss, doesn't it? Oh, right. you know, it's yes, like yes. God's kiss. Caris. And caris yes. uh, simply means, well, simply, it's actually very broad in its meaning, but it means, yes, undeserved favor yes. and merit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it also, however, does mean that, that uh, God rejoices over us. Wow. He takes delight in us, mm. in fact, so much so that it's a mutual, like a mutual dance of joy. Wow! If you go back to its its roots, you find yes. all these different uh, uh, aspects to the word yeah. grace. Yeah. But it also means that God is blessing us with abilities. Yes. That we could not have done ourselves. So just as we couldn't save ourselves, Mm. um, so also there are certain things by God's Spirit that we couldn't do unless it was by His Spirit. Wonderful. And so, uh, so this is really important for us, I think, to note. So, um, then the question, I guess, needs to be asked: Well, um, can a church misuse those gifts? And sadly, the answer is very much yes. Yes. But the good news is Mm -hmm. that if we flip it on its head. if 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 we can misuse them, yeah. praise God, we can use them, and we Amen. can use them well. Uh, so <laughs> in answer right. to your question, uh, yes, uh, uh, gifts are there, and they're there to be used. Mm-hmm. Uh, these special endowments or these yes. special abilities given to us by God, Wonderful. some of which are very supernatural. Yes. Uh, you know, it's not just in the movies that we super, see supernatural <laughs> things. No, uh, no. This, this exa- exists in the natural world by God's yes. grace. Wonderful. But um, also, uh, we can sadly misuse them as well. Wow. 
That's 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 amazing. So the gifts, therefore, we shouldn't be uh, expecting something that's gonna come in a box, wrapped up in a box. <laughs> so you're speaking <laughs> about this. If it does, please do open it first. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking about these special abilities and and wonderful uh, things that people can do as they are empowered and and full of the Holy Spirit. And mm. um, yeah, and, and it's interesting how you have noted that they can be supernatural because in the, in the, in in the actual sense, um, it is the Holy Spirit. Mm. Who actually gives these gifts and they are spiritual gifts. So that's, that's fascinating. So that's interesting. So, um, yeah, what does Paul mean then by the body? Uh, cause I notice, uh, you know, then, uh, first Corinthians 12, uh, he also speaks about the body and, and then later on he compares, you know, you know, what he's talking about the body being one to the mm. spiritual gifts and how, you know, um, that, uh, it is this, this same spirit. A capital S, that is the third person of the Trinity, the same spirit giving these gifts. What is Paul trying to say there? Because I wondered how those spiritual gifts, I guess you've kind of touched on it, speaking about the fact that, you know, these are given to, uh, um, to individuals. Mm. Uh, and, yeah, I just wondered, um, whether, you know, what connections are there because he speaks about the body and then the gifts and, you know, in, in one chapter and he's trying to, Help people, uh, you know, the Corinthians understand, even though we haven't read the chapter, but I, I find that to be quite an interesting chapter to, um, I guess, uh, to, to, to look at when we speak about spiritual gifts, because uh, they are listed there, isn't it? First Corinthians 12. Yes, this is yeah. very true. In fact, not just in First Corinthians 12, but in other mm-hmm. passages as well. As, yes. as, as, of course, I know you well know. Uh, Ephesians Fabiano. 4, yes. Romans 12. Yeah. Absolutely. So these, these key yeah. passages, yeah. they have uh, lists. They're not exhaustive lists yes. by any yes. sense, yes. Um, but rather instead they are descriptive, descriptive. of the kinds yeah. of gifts that, that God wishes to pour out uh, into yeah. our lives. Now, uh, in answer to your question, in terms of a body, yes. well, um, you know, I would hate to to think that all that God could do in the world would be encapsulated or, or, or bound up in just one human individual's <laughs> body. All right. Yeah? And so in a sense, I think what Paul's pointing out here when he talks about the body, yeah. uh, he, he talks about the body being more than just Fabiano, mm. more than just uh, one individual listener in, in a household here or in a car there, or or myself for that matter, but all yeah. of us together, and That's that right. each one of us uh, is a member of God's body. That's right. um, in fact, in Ephesians 4, which you, you've yeah. just uh, referenced there, uh, he makes a really interesting statement, and it, it really uh, yeah. corresponds and, and echoes what we find in First Corinthians twelve, wow. uh, when it says there that uh, that uh, there is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all. And in all. So in other words, uh, we are all a part of this body. Yes. Uh, that we are united together. And when God's spirit is present, there's not division. There is rather unity. Oh, and wonderful. so one of the key purposes of the, of the spiritual gifts of, uh, of God that come through God, the Holy Spirit, mm. uh, is to bring unity into the body or into the, uh, the entire, uh, church yes. of God, wherever we, uh, are found to be. Wow. And, uh, so this is really very important that we are united together in the Lord Jesus Christ. That's right. Uh, and I think really one of the misuses, because this is one of the key things we're looking at here, yeah. uh, when it comes to uh, spiritual gifts, is that we think that it's all about me. 
Mm. I've got this gift, and it's my gift, <laughs> and I'll use it as I see fit, yeah. and when I wish to, and how I want to, and nobody else is going to have any part to play in it, and it, oh, it doesn't wow. affect anybody uh, else in, in for that matter as well. Uh, but what we what's being revealed to us here is yeah. that first and foremost, it's being given to us uh, by God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, mm. by the Holy Spirit, for a very special special purpose in combination with other believers because together we can achieve more Mm. as team god Mm. um and uh and 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 team church so um coming back to first corinthians 12 yeah it points out here uh, just to make that really clear it says in verse 27 it says now you speaking plural that's right you are the body of christ and each one of you is a part of it uh, and so it might be that uh, Fabiano uh, is our brain. No, I think that probably belongs to Jesus, right? <laughs> probably belongs to God. Okay, but but it might be that uh, instead like that the hand, for he's example. the hand. Yeah, the hand. Yeah. All right, <laughs> he's good at lifting his hand, folks. There you go. And and uh, maybe I'm the foot. Uh, but uh, and between us, we can achieve all sorts of things. But okay. if the body was just a foot. Could oh, you no. imagine? <laughs> who, who would do the washing, for example? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You know, and if the body was just a nose, yeah. you know, oh, wow, wow, yeah. there wouldn't be much else to do except <laughs> exactly. smell. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. So, so every part has its place, mm. and uh, and and no part of the body is more important than yeah. any other part of the body. And likewise, wow. therefore, each spiritual gift that is expressed or lived out by each member of the body, each one of us in in Christ is not any better than any other gift. That's right. And sometimes we think there's a superstar or megastar uh, <laughs> or, or rock star type uh, set of gifts amongst uh-huh. uh, within the church. You know, the pastor's got this sort of these gifts. You know, he's, he's a, a great evangelist or he's a great uh, preacher. Maybe there's a, a fabulous teacher in your church and you think, wow, you know, and, and everyone wants to have that gift. But you know what? If everyone had that gift, the, the church would not be mm. able to do what God has called it to do. Yeah, there has yeah. to be many different gifts all working uh, simultaneously, harmoniously, and interdependently to achieve yes. uh, uh, the mission that God has called us to. A- right. We can't just leave it up to our teachers. We can't That's just right. leave it up to our preachers. We need uh, we need evangelists. Yes, we need people who are able to provide hospitality. Those who are people of great faith in prayer, who yeah. pray until there's a breakthrough. Yeah. You know, we need people uh, in the body of Christ who have the gift of prophecy, who are able to speak about things uh, that uh, others. Uh, we wouldn't know otherwise mm. and apply God's word in a very special way yes. to our circumstances or even see things that are yet to come and provide hope for the future. So Wonderful. we need all these different kinds of gifts. And, you know, some of the, the le- less mentioned gifts um, are, are ones that deserve uh, special honor in a way. And, that's right. You know, and so if you're someone that's in your church yeah. or in a body of believers and you're, um, you're someone who's behind the scenes, mm. guess what? Nothing much would happen if we didn't have people who are working behind the scenes. In fact, the Holy Spirit himself Mm, mm. is the greatest work behind the scenes person there is. Always pointing people to Jesus and and self-effacingly not pointing to himself. And so Uh, we should probably expect to see that on display within the church as well through these many different spiritual gifts. Amen. Mm. Wow, that's that's quite amazing. And and I love this idea of us being interdependent, you know, with one another. Obviously, the head is Christ, but we form one body. And we're given these spiritual gifts, hey, but it's not for, I guess, for, for each for each person to just, uh, I guess, uh, think to themselves that they are better than the others. We actually all have gifts, and it's just fascinating, quite an interesting, you know, subject. But uh, I would like to now, 
you know, take a break. And then after that, we'll plunge deeper now, maybe into the, I guess some illustrations or some examples, maybe of some of the misuse of the, of these gifts. Uh, but uh, let's come to a break and, uh, and we'll be uh, back uh, shortly. So you've heard an ad for a great community event, but you missed the phone number. No problem. You can contact us anytime at faithfm.com.au and we'll get back to you with all the details. That's right, friends. Hey, and we've got a free giveaway as well. Life Without Limits, a book you do not want to miss. Life Without Limits by... Clifford Goldson, a wonderful and fabulous author, uh, a book which you would really want to have in your uh, in your library there. And, uh, you know, you probably have asked yourself many, many questions about life, the purpose of life, where we're heading. And uh, I think this will be a wonderful book to read for this time. In fact, uh, in this book, uh, the author explores uh, topics such as um, why are we here? Are our lives the results of the same unscaring and purposeless forces that will eventually destroy us? If science is correct, then someday, either through the big, the big, uh, crunch, uh, the big freeze or, uh, some cosmic catastro- catastrophic, uh, in between, every human being will for it, will be forever destroyed with nothing left for them, for them. Not even a memory is our soul. What, you know, where are we headed? Uh, so we want to, uh, you know, get this book, uh, and we want to grab our copy and, uh, and to claim that free offer. All you have to do is text in the code word SA25 to the number 04888811. The Faith, of, the Faith FM giveaway bot will reply asking for your details. So do text in, uh, you know, the code word SA, as in SA for South Australia and the number 25. Then we'll make sure that we'll get, uh, uh, a copy to you. Friends, this is a book not to miss. And uh, please enjoy now the song uh, "Make Me a Channel of Your Peace." Please meditate upon this um, uh, on the words of this song as we just take a, a short break, and uh, after that we'll resume once again on where we left off. And uh, I believe we are in for uh, for a treat. So, friends, please don't go away. We'll be right back. Make me a channel of your peace Where there is hatred, let me bring your love Where there is injury, your pardon, Lord And where there's doubt, true faith in you Master, grant that I may never see so much to be consoled as to console To be understood as to understand To be loved as to love with all my soul Make me a channel of your peace Where there's despair in life, let me bring hope And where there's darkness, only light And where there's sadness, ever joy Oh, Master 
channel of your peace. It is in pardoning that we are pardoned. In giving to all men that we receive. And in dying that we're born to This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome again. Once again, you're listening to Faith FM. We've got Pastor Hugh in the studio. And uh, he's sharing with us on this wonderful and great theme, God, the Bible, and a very human church. This has been the theme for this week, of which we've been exploring here on the Faith FM Draft Time program. Friends, if you've missed other previous presentations, you can go to faithfm.com.au. But today, Pastor Hugh is answering the question, can a church misuse its gifts? So let me put it straight to him. Can <laughs> the church or individuals misuse the gifts? And what are some of the examples, Pastor Hugh? Lead us into this discussion. Yes, so praise God that just as a church can use its gifts, and that's what we want to see take place, Mm. sadly, and this is not such a praiseworthy thing, uh, a church can misuse its gifts as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that tends to happen when we as individuals don't really fully apprehend or comprehend what gifts are truly all about. Now, just to uh, exemplify this for us, an example is found in 1 Corinthians 12, verse 4. So we're told here that there are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but the same God works all of them in all men. And so, in other words, uh, there's no gift that's any better than any other gift. Wonderful. Right? Just as there's, there's no one in the church of God who is any better than anybody else. Mm. We've all been saved by the grace of God. And, uh, and the fact is that all these gifts are just simply different, mm. one to another, each one having their part and their purpose in the mission God's called us to. Yeah. I think there's uh, something else uh, that this speaks to, perhaps, Fabiana, is that sometimes when, when we have a gift in our life, um, it takes on... Uh, an importance in the role that we play within God's mission and how we are called to glorify God by means of that gift Mm. uh, and to bless others through that gift, that sometimes we can start to project onto others, hey, you should have this gift too. (laughs) It's really important that you have this gift. Now, I might not be saying it's more important than any other gift, but Mm. I am suggesting perhaps that, that... Everyone should have the gift that I have, mm. uh, but the Bible tells us no. Uh, each one has their the their own gift that's been gifted to them by God. Uh, each one simply different to the other. Um, something else that uh, also comes into play sometimes is that we think that the gift is all about me. Mm. It's all about what God's doing in my life, mm-hmm. because just and, and this mm-hmm. is important because yes, of course, uh, grace is not just about what God has saved me from and the work right. that He's done for me. It's also a work that He wishes to do. In in me, wow. and we, what he wishes to work through me as well. Mm. But that doesn't mean it's all about me. <laughs> it's actually about blessing others as he has blessed me. Amen. Uh, and so uh, in verse 7 we read here, Now to each one the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. So this is actually manifesting God's presence 
God's character, mm. who God is and what God does best and how he is on display and, and he becomes greater and I, I become lesser. He may he increase and I decrease. It's not about me. It's about what, what God can do, uh, through me and, and, and through each of us as he manifests his spirit and his gifting in our lives. Wonderful. Um, and, uh, it's not for us alone. It's for the common good. It's for each one of us. And so all of us will be benefited from the use of that gift. Uh, and so sometimes there's a bit of self-exaltation mm. within uh, the use of gifts. If, if I may just quickly, I guess, uh, jump in a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Michael Carr has said, has just texted in saying that spiritual gifts are not natural talents. Would you agree? Um, I, I do. Yeah. I do. But I think I'd take it even further. Okay. Clearly, spiritual gifts are spiritually endowed. They uh-huh. come from God. In fact, further on down there in, in the same chapter, in verse 11, it says, All these are the work of one and the same Spirit. So it didn't Wonderful. come from me. It wasn't something natural. It was something supernatural. Praise it God. was of God. Mm. And he, he gives them to each one just as he determines. I, it Wonderful. wasn't something I worked up within myself. It wasn't something that um, that I practiced and practiced and got good at. <laughs> it was something that God has blessed me with. Wonderful. And so, yes, these yeah. are spiritual gifts. And so Michael's quite right. Mm. Uh, these are not natural talents. Yeah. But I will add this, uh, and that is that God can take a natural talent yes. and he can uh, imbue it further spiritually by his spirit mm. and augment it. And uh, increase it and use it in supernatural ways. So, so don't be surprised if you were talented in a certain area. Maybe you're an accountant. You think, well, what can I do as an accountant in the kingdom of God? Well, you know what? God can use you uh, as someone who has the gift of administration. Uh, or the spiritual gift of administration, being able to administer uh, the resources that God has poured out into his church for the blessing uh, of uh, not just the church itself, but the community in which it resides. Um, and so, can God take a natural talent and turn it into a spiritual gift? Yes, He can. Definitely. Um, but yes, our spiritual gifts are spiritually gifted from God. Wonderful. And and we want to thank Michael for mm. writing to us and many others. We encourage you to actually interact with us. Uh, and we, it will be really nice to know where our listeners are listening from. It just really it becomes very encouraging to us, you know. Yeah. And so what a great question too. Exactly. It was a yeah. very important and and insightful question. That's I must that's right. That's right. Um, now, uh, something else we should probably point out here is that there's many different kinds of gifts. Okay. Uh, and some of the ones that are mentioned here are wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, uh, miraculous powers, prophecy, uh, discerning between spirits or distinguishing as to, you know, what spirit a person is of. Um, you know, is it the spirit of, uh, of, the Lord, or is it a different spirit uh, that that uh, uh, mitigates against God's spirit, uh, or for that matter, the gift of of speaking in other languages, the gift of tongues, or the gift of interpreting tongues as well? Yeah. So, so these are some of the gifts. But sometimes we focus on those, mm. and we forget that there are other gifts mentioned in these passages: the gift of help, the gift of encouragement. Mm. The gift of faith. Yeah. These are just yeah. as much important as any other of the gifts that we've just mentioned. Doesn't Paul say that, um, I, I, here I'm just looking at some of the comments that are coming in and uh, just commenting, uh, in a sense, uh, uh, as, as I allude to what is coming in here. Mm. Paul does say that, the church should not lack in any spiritual gifts. Is that correct? This is correct. Yeah. This is very true. Yeah. In fact, later on, further on, he encourages us still further in chapter 14. In chapter 14, he says, Follow the way of love and eagerly or passionately.
passionately pursue or eagerly desire spiritual gifts. Wonderful. Okay, so we need to really be saying to God, Lord, uh, I want you to be at work in my life and through me, not just for me, mm-hmm. but for those uh, whom you died for and whom I love as well yes. uh, that are around me. And and so and and working together with other Christians with our various different gifts in concert. Yes. You know, like a grand orchestra. Oh, wonderful. You know, uh, <laughs> to to lead people to Jesus Christ. Mm. Um, so this is really important. Now, can we misuse those gifts? Um, we've talked about yeah. some of the ways perhaps we can. Yeah. Um, and you asked for an example, didn't yeah. you? Yeah, you, yeah. You, yeah. Is there any example? example? I mean, because I, I, I'll quickly mention this. One day I happened to be in, um, ah, what's that place as you're going to, uh, to New South Wales, you pass through this little town that is there on the border of New South Wales, but it's actually Victoria, uh, that you have to go through. It's, it's a little town, um, Mildura. There you go. Mildura. All right. <laughs> there's some, there's some Victorians in Mildura saying, we're not so little. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That, to be honest, it's quite a big town, actually. Yeah. I love that place. It's very quiet. It's beautiful. And beautiful as well. Um, yeah. So I found a gentleman there. I had, I, I, I had gone there to uh, do some fruit picking and, mm. and uh, this gentleman said, brother, have you received the gift of tongues? Wow. And he said, oh, you know, you, and, and he just emphasized the need of that and, um, yeah, and I've wondered, you know, for example, I mean, that mm. gift, for example, mm. um, yeah, I, I, I'm just thinking here, can, I mean, can individuals misuse some gifts? Is, I mean, have we seen examples? And, and I think, you know, maybe, maybe even in the areas of tongues, you know, I, I'm using here quotation marks, tongues, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> what are your thoughts? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. Uh, no, that's a good question mm-hmm. uh, because the fact is that uh, any of the gifts can be misused. Yeah. Uh, you've mentioned tongues, but that could yeah. be true of any of the, the gifts that God has given. And that's we right. want to be good stewards Amen. Uh, of the yes. gifts that God gives yes. um, and not put anything to waste of what God pours out into our life. Um, now, it is interesting you do mention that example because it's the example that Paul mentions. And he, he mentions it, in fact, here in this chapter, chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians. And so clearly from the context here, the church at Corinth, this particular church, uh, was at least some in that congregation were misusing this particular gift. Now, does hmm. that mean that we shouldn't use that gift? Absolutely not. So, yeah, it's, it's a gift of God. Yeah, that's um, right. But there were those who were misusing it. And, and, and in what way were they misusing it? Well, Paul yeah. is pointing out here that some of the people there were misusing it uh, yeah. by, by speaking in tongues. Yes. And by the way, when we, when we have that, when we look at that word there in the Greek, the word is glossa, glossa. which simply means uh, languages, wow. uh, different languages. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, there's been a bit of misunderstanding about this, just quickly, uh, <laughs> okay. with regards to the King James Version that many people used for many years, um, there were uh, when it was translated, it was translated as unknown languages or unknown ah, tongues. All right. And so people thought, oh, it's completely unknown to human beings. It must be something that that is celestial, something wow. <laughs> which is beyond the realms of this earth, maybe okay. the language of heaven or something. Mm. Um, and so people began to uh, to uh, to say, let's, let's practice this gift of glossolalia or, or speaking in unintelligible mm. words to other people. Mm. And uh, the issue with that, though, is that it all stemmed from this idea, or in large measure, biblically at least, stemmed from this idea that that it was unknown, but the word was in italics. Mm, and right. in the King James Version, when you come across the word in italics, it's a supplied term. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. So it doesn't actually appear in the original Greek, yeah. unknown. Ah, yeah. interesting. Um, so glossa just simply meant different human languages, which um, the hearer doesn't understand. 
Okay. And this becomes clear in the context of chapter 14. Now, yeah. Corinth as a church was in a city that was a melting pot of different uh, cultures. It was a multicultural city and thus yeah. also was a multicultural church. Praise God. Amen. You know? <laughs> um, and that's important because we're all baptized yes. as uh, 1 Corinthians 12:13 says, we're all baptized by one spirit into one body, whether Jew or Greek, slave or free, and we're all given the one spirit to drink. So, you know, there's no ethnic divide, there is no economic status divide. You know, we all receive of this of these very gifts of God. But mm. unfortunately there were those who were saying, hey, I can speak in this different language, and yes. they would start to praise God in that different language. But sadly, many, and sometimes almost everyone in that congregation there at Corinth, didn't understand what was being said. And Paul says this about this. He says in 1 Corinthians 14, mm-hmm. he says that uh, 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 verse 10, uh, sorry, let me go to verse 9. Wonderful. Um, Unless you speak intelligible words with your tongue, how will anyone know what you are saying? Mm-hmm. You'll just be speaking into the air. Right. Undoubtedly, there are all sorts of languages in the world, yet none of them is without meaning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If then I do not grasp uh, the meaning of what someone is saying, I am a foreigner to the speaker, and he is a foreigner to me. So it is with you. Since you are eager to have spiritual gifts, try to excel in gifts that build up the church. And Wonderful. so whatever gift we have, whether it's the gift of tongues or the gift of uh, a gift of encouragement, uh, let it be a gift that encar- that it builds up yeah. the church of God, that strengthens the church of God. Mm. And he makes this really clear earlier in the chapter uh, where he says uh, there at the beginning, he says, verse 2, for anyone who speaks in a tongue or a, or a language does not speak to men but to God. Indeed, no one understands him. He utters mysteries with his spirit. Now that would seem to indicate that a person might begin to speak in a way that people People around him doesn't understand mm. or around her doesn't understand and only he and God understands and sometimes maybe we can become so ecstatic that uh, our feelings go beyond words. Now, I want to just acknowledge that that could be the case mm-hmm. but that's really becomes a private matter between mm. us and God. And God. Yeah. Um, but in verse 3 it says, but everyone who prophesies speaks to men for their strengthening, encouragement and comfort. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. I'd like every one of you to speak in tongues you know, or languages, but I would rather have you prophesy. He who prophesies is greater than one who speaks in tongues unless he interprets oh, that's so useful. that the church may be edified. So if, yeah. if we're going to um, speak in tongues or different languages, which are used to really share the gospel, they need to be intelligible mm. to somebody, mm. uh, then... Uh, if it's not, we have a problem. And so he says, uh, let it be that somebody interprets That's what's really being good. said. Yeah. So, so, you know, one gift is bolstering and supporting another <laughs> gift right there in action, right? <laughs> that's it's right. not being used in isolation. Uh, and so that's another way a, a, a gift can be misused. It can be used in isolation yeah. Yeah. Uh, in a way that doesn't help anybody. Mm. And so if we have the gift of tongues, let there be someone who has the gift of interpretation, yeah. another spiritual gift, that when working in, in combination with each other can bless those around us. That's wonderful. Yes. Yeah, and You know, I've got a friend of mine, uh, Daniel Shumbusha, he was exposed to nine languages, and mm. uh, you know he has become a great help in our church when it comes to uh, interpreting. You know because uh, we get all kinds of people walking through our churches, which is a blessing. Um, and uh, uh, lastly, also I would like to also just share briefly that I've heard of a story of a man who went to preach uh, somewhere in Asia. Uh, and I've heard an, of another similar story too, but this one in particular I remember because uh, a friend of mine shared uh, this story with me recently, mm. and apparently. He just went on preaching, 
But then there was a person sitting in the congregation who couldn't understand the language. Later on, that person came to the preacher and said, hey, thank you so much for I could understand everything you were saying. Mm. And he was shocked yes. because he knew that she could not um, uh, 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 understand his language. You know, mm. the interpreter had to actually interpret to us. So during the sermon, the interpreter stopped. He wondered what happened, but he just continued. But later on, he found out, hey, God was working and uh, interpreting to her. So God can do those things if he wishes. And yes. I just wanted to bring out that point again. Interpretation is very important. It's very important, yeah. yes. Yeah. In fact, uh, I can relate to that because that happened to me one time. All right, yeah. there you go. <laughs> yeah, so I was actually in Europe. <laughs> All right. Uh, and I was sitting uh, in, in a Sabbath school and yeah. someone was speaking German. I could understand mm. what they were saying. All right. And it's not because I can speak German. Okay. <laughs> I certainly can't. Uh, and it's not because I can understand German, yeah. um, you know, apart from a few words here. All and right. But I was able to understand what was being said. It was Praise the most amazing God. experience. Yeah, yeah. It's phenomenal when something <laughs> like that happens. Why does that happen? Mm. It happens so that we can join in the body of Christ. Yes. We can all be edified. Yes. And also, more importantly, or equally importantly, we can share the good news that we that we each have mm. with uh, those who are yet to receive it. Yeah. Now, Paul the Apostle speaks along those lines in this chapter. He says in verse 18, chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians, in verse 18 he says, I thank God that I speak in tongues more than all of you. But in the church, I would rather speak five intelligible words to instruct others yeah. than 10,000 words in a tongue. Wow, that's so, powerful. You know, in other words, uh, each, th- this gift is to be used in an intelligible way uh, that can convey uh, spiritual truth yes. as a spiritual gift yes. that brings life to the listener. Wonderful. And, and so this is really important, I think. Mm. Um, further on, he also points out then, uh, he says, what if an unbeliever comes in? Someone who hasn't heard the good news, yeah. who doesn't know Jesus Christ yet, mm. and hasn't received the gift of eternal life. Mm. Uh, so what about that person? Well, he says further on in the chapter, he says um, that if the whole church comes together, verse 23, and everyone speaks in tongues, and some who do not understand or some unbelievers come in, will they not say that you are out of your mind? But if an unbeliever or someone who does not understand comes in while everybody's prophesying, uh, he will be convinced by all that he is a sinner and will be judged by all, and the secrets of his heart will be laid bare. Interesting. Uh, so he will fall down and worship God, exclaiming, God is really among you. you know, and and he's, he's, he's touched my heart, mm. uh, and he's helped me realize uh, we are fallen short, but thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, I can have eternal life, uh, that he has taken my place, he's given me the gift of grace, and, uh, and so uh, I too. Uh, can without be, without having done anything to deserve it, yeah. I can receive uh, the goodness of God and be forgiven and set free and placed at liberty and received into God's kingdom eternally. And this is a great and exciting thing. But if we only keep our gifts to ourselves, these gifts that God's given, yeah. what a great and tragic loss yeah, that would right. be. be. So yeah, yes, you can see Ephes- the purpose, right? Exactly, there. because Ephesians four, I believe it might be verse eleven, says these are two. Mm. Edify, grow uh-huh. individuals until we have come, until we have grown into the fullness of Christ, like, and yes. uh, until we have actually become more and more like Christ. Mm. You know, there's this spiritual growth that needs to take place, and these spiritual gifts are there to help us in that process. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, if if you just uh, 
let me use this word, though it's not the most prettiest words, but if you were selfish and you're <laughs> keeping this to yourself, hey, you're hoarding some blessings from other people. Yes, that's so, right. Very yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. Wow. And, and so the, wow. these gifts are there for that purpose, to yeah. build up and to strengthen the church and to lead people to Christ. That's, yeah. that's the whole purpose of these gifts. Amen. And may we, each of us, use yes. these gifts to the glory of God, to the Amen. blessing of others, Amen. and it will bring great joy to ourselves. Yes. Far more than if we try to keep them to ourselves. That's right. And, you know, it's a bit like a muscle. And if you don't <laughs> use that muscle, uh, then it will begin yeah. to wither, mm. it will atrophy, and it will die. Mm. Um, and, you know, Jesus said, speaking, speaking about all the different gifts that he pours out into our life, not just spiritual gifts, but yes. also material ones, uh-huh. he says that we're to use them yes. for the kingdom. Uh, to, but to to the of the one that uh, much is given, much is is expected required. or yeah. required. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and the one who who has a little but puts it to good use uh, shall receive much more. That's right. And That's so right. so God wants you to use the gift that He's poured into your life for the many gifts. Uh, but uh, He also promises that as we do, He will gift us still further. Uh, and uh, he will develop those gifts in our life as we partner with him, yes. and we'll have even greater joy, and we'll see even more fruits that come from it as well. Wonderful. Yeah. And by the way, the one more thing. Can yes, I just add this? definitely. Because we're definitely. almost at the You've time. got a minute. You've got a minute, right? Um, <laughs> gifts of the Spirit mm. are, are nothing without the fruit of the Spirit. Wow. And yeah. so let's just remember that um, I may have all the gifts of faith and prophecy and knowledge, mm. but if I have not love, the fruit of love, mm. it is nothing. And uh, yeah. so let us develop, yeah. let, us, let us be filled with the love of Jesus Christ and point people to him like the Holy Spirit does. Yes. And as we do that, uh, then we will not just be employing many gifts, we'll be bearing much fruit. Wow. And uh, this is what God wants for us, love, joy, and peace abundantly right. ever-growing in our lives and in the lives of those around us. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, Pastor Hugh. You know, Jesus said um, that when I think of his words there in John chapter 14, verse 27, you know, um, and I'm thinking contextually now of the times in which we are living, I'm leaving you with a gift, you know, I'm leaving you with a gift a peace of mind and heart there in John 14, uh, 27. And the peace I give isn't like the peace the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. So there is one gift, therefore, uh, to the whole world, to all those who believe in Christ, the gift of peace and mind and heart. And that is beautiful. Pastor Hugh, I'm so grateful for um, and thankful for your study and for you taking this time to share with those who are listening as well. So once again, we just like to remind those who are listening that, um, you know, this is a, a program that is uh, produced uh, by Faith FM, but at the same time, um, what do we say, uh, sponsored by the um, Adventist World Radio. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Let us pray. Father in heaven, Lord, we thank you for... Uh, your word. We are thankful for the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Lord, we pray that you may help us to use them for your glory. We pray that you may give us also the fruit of the Spirit, Father. Our desire is to grow in Christ and become more like Christ. Be with those who have tuned in. Bless us together. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.